Hello, and welcome to Honeybee Love Podcast. This is your host, Sarah Ruth. There's a lot of confusion about the differences in genders and sexual orientations. There are a lot of different terms describing identities of how people feel inside and who they like. We don't address labels in this episode. A quick Google search can give you the answer to what that orientation or identity means. Instead, we discuss some of the basics that make up identity and orientation through the concept of the gender unicorn. Also, stay tuned until the end of the episode to hear an announcement from me. I have included a link to the graphic in the show notes, which was created by Anna Moore with design by Landon Pan, Ellie Ehrlich, and many others. Before we begin, I would like to define gender. A lot of people in America feel that gender is just based on sex that was assigned at birth. Gender is actually a cultural phenomenon. Wikipedia describes gender to include specific social, psychological, and cultural aspects. Many cultures do have two categories of men and women, with those who are outside of these groups potentially falling under the umbrella term of non-binary. Now that we've defined gender, let's move into the episode where one of our co-hosts, Madeline, and I examine the gender unicorn and the roles that we take. The first section is gender identity. Gender identity is one's internal sense of being male, female, neither of these, both, or another gender. Everyone has a gender identity. And it has three lines and it says female woman. The second line is male man. And then the third line is other genders. There's this whole discussion right now about all of these different kinds of genders, non-binary, which is not identifying with either a female or man. I like to describe feminine and masculine traits as different energies. We can all display these different energies in different times, and all people can display masculine and feminine qualities. Masculinity is a label that has been assigned to certain characteristics and the same with feminine. We have created these labels to group these characteristics. It doesn't mean that necessarily being submissive is feminine. It's just the label that we have attributed to feminine. Since we have created these labels and then have assigned these attributes to the label of masculine or feminine, these are also very culturally based. What may be masculine now of wearing pants was in England, they would wear skirts and wigs, and that's now considered more feminine. I like to give masculine and feminine energies the metaphor of dancing with a partner. When you look at dancing, there is a lead and there's a follow. If both parties tried to lead, it would look 
stupid. <laughs> Hot mess. Yeah. Hot mess. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It would be a competition, right? If both people are trying to lead. Yeah, for sure. But then you have the submissive role to be led. And so your masculine energy is the leading energy and the feminine energy is more of a being led. They both have their own strengths. They both have their own weaknesses, but they're very different energies. I'm a switch personally. Mm -hmm. I like to be in the masculine and feminine role. I like to be in both. I think primarily, I think I'm a very domineering energy. I think I'm a very masculine energy. It's caused problems in my previous relationship. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I've been with men and I have my domineering come out and if they're more masculine, they don't want to submit to that. I'm more of a submissive. It's definitely depending on the situation because I feel like absolutely the masculine and the leading but most situations I do prefer to be the submissive I like to be led in that way the times when I'm more masculine is like when I need things to be done how I want things to be done in certain situations like that I think I definitely take the lead more on that and I'm very more masculine in those areas but when it comes to any emotional I take feminine side most of the time. In my relationships, I at least in my current relationship, we've discussed this like it's it's a pretty even balance in the areas that I'm more feminine, she's more masculine, and in the areas I'm more masculine, she's more feminine. So it's a good balance, but like it's a definite balance. I still have that masculine side to me that comes out. Yeah. Even though I would say I'm more feminine, you know. Yeah. There's one that outweighs the other more, right? And most people that I've met. The second column on the gender unicorn is gender expression. Gender expression is how a person presents their appearance to the world. Again, this is very cultural because if a man likes to wear skirts, that's considered more feminine now, but in another time period or another culture, that's considered more masculine. And that can be feminine, masculine, or androgynous, or something in between another. Androgynous is defined as either partly male and partly female in appearance, or of indeterminate sex. And this, I love this one because I've worked with clients who their gender identity, they identify as a man. But their gender expression is definitely more feminine and they like to play that way. I've been to Burns and I've seen straight men dress more feminine because it's fun and playful for them. So this expression is separate than what they identify as. I mean, this is an article that I read somewhere, you know, skimming, but there is like there's a general... Yeah, on the web, right? On the internet. <laughs> on the internet. Um, not not like I'm skimming through a library book. Um, however, I will say it was interesting because this it, it was something similar. Like this very straight man had a wife, you know, he had a whole family, but he loves to wear 
heels and skirts. Like yeah. that's like, he's a very masculine, very masculine man. That's what he enjoys. He likes wearing heels and skirts. And that is, I think that's killer. There are a lot of celebrities and musicians who like to express themselves in very gender fluid ways. Gender fluid means that their gender appearance changes according to the day or how the minute or however they feel. David Bowie is a popular example and he, they, they actually started using the term they for their pronouns. So how do you like to express yourself, Madeline? Oh, that depends. I'm definitely more feminine. I recently really have enjoyed makeup. That's something that's been really fun for me. I also enjoy being able to dress down and like dress very masculine. I enjoy wearing men's clothing. It's more comfortable for me and I feel more comfortable. It's really hard to say in this way. It's less eyes or less I feel like when I dress more masculine I get treated differently than when I dress more feminine that's what I am trying to say I love dressing up I love being feminine all of that it's a mood thing for me for sure it depends on where I'm at but mostly I absolutely present feminine like that's how I feel all the time Yeah. And the feminine is such a beautiful expression. That's what draws me to the feminine expression is because I admire it so much. It's so beautiful. If I'm going to get dressed up, I'm like, I'm going to have this feminine expression. For me on a day-to-day basis, I definitely like to be more androgynous and be in the middle where it's just very plain. That's kind of the style that I like. Masculine, sometimes I don't necessarily feel comfortable in the gender expression of masculine, but I think it would be fun to play with more for sure. Treading lightly here with the wording. Maybe androgynous is more of a a better word. Definitely just like plain, plain. I like that plain word. The next column is sex assigned at birth. There's female, male, or other intersex. The sex assigned to a child at birth is most often based on the child's external anatomy. There are over 30 variations of intersex. What sex are you assigned at birth? I am female assigned at birth yes me also intersex variations they occur in 1.7 percent of births there are all of these different ways that people can be intersex they can have physical ambiguities and they can have it at a chromosome level there are so many ways that physically people can be intersex and we're just like not even aware. Some of these can be identified at birth while some might not be discovered until later in life. That's so interesting. It's not something that's discussed. That's not something that you're hearing about. A lot of people talk about it's either this or that, but there is a percentage that article that I just Googled quickly said like one to 2% of people 
our intersect. Yeah. And that's a percentage that's existing. Mm-hmm. If that was out of a hundred people, that's one person, but if out of like a million, 10,000. It's crazy. Cause you don't hear of those things being discussed and maybe it's not so black and white. It is a little gray. I would say. Totally. Because humans are so gray. We're works of art. Last two columns, physically attracted to and emotionally attracted to women, men, and other genders. Physically attracted to dictates someone's sexual orientation. It's important to note that sexual and romantic attraction can be from a variety of factors, including but not limited to gender identity, gender expression, and sex assigned at birth. The emotionally attracted to is a romantic attraction. There are other types of attraction, such as platonic or aesthetical. Okay, yes. I like this. Let's hear it. Are you physically attracted to women, men, or other genders? Again, with that pansexuality, it's like... It's hard, but I, I'm physically, I will say physically, I'm more attracted to, I would say more masculine presenting. That is something I'm more attracted to. Emotionally, I'm absolutely more attracted to feminine energy. That's emotionally like what I need in a relationship to succeed, I would say. Physically, I'm attracted to both. And Mm -hmm. all, and all of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's so cool. Like trans, I think it's awesome. Like all of these different variations of people. It's so interesting to me. And I don't know if that's the sociologist in me where people and their expressions are so fascinating. Physically attracted to men, women, all of the in-between. Yeah, yeah emotionally attracted to women mostly I like feminine energies I like people who are very emotionally driven in the men that I interact with I definitely like men who are more emotionally driven I I really like that because emotions are so important to me it's part of my life mission is being aware of emotions not being driven completely by emotions but that emotions and logic are both sitting in the driver's seat and driving together. Yeah, I mean, they're there. They have to be paid attention to. I would say, like, having someone that's emotionally mature is very important. That's going to be easier for you to bond and connect with, I think, as far as I know you. That's absolutely very, that's very valid. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important to me and I know to you also to be able to talk about emotions and to emotionally relate and I think that's one benefit for women with women and that's something that's important in homosexual lesbian relationships is that women are so emotional and sometimes we get each other better than a man gets yeah us. in yeah. a different way right yeah of course I mean not not that a man can't do that. It's just not, it's, it's rare. Physical attraction and an emotional attraction are different. 
And they're important to acknowledge because whatever body you're in and whatever body the other person is in, you have to be aware of what your physical attraction is and what your emotional attraction is. Yeah, absolutely. Those attractions, but your your needs too. So Madeline, if you were to give some advice to people out there, they may be gay, they may be straight, they may be in a relationship, they may be single. That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah, that's that's a whole lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to them? At the end of the day, like all I can say is be yourself. And that's so cheesy, right? And so corny and everyone's heard it, but it's like- But so important. It's, yeah, it's so important. It's like, that is life. Like, that's what you're here for. You're here for yourself. Like, enjoy yourself. Love who you who you love. It's easy to say, like, fuck anybody who doesn't think the same or who doesn't support that. And that's, again, such a black and white thought. Remind yourself you're coming from love. It is a place of self and love and expression and who you are. And that is okay. And that's an anything. That's an anything, not just homosexuality. But I would say for sure in that, like, just, just love, just love. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're happy and you feel loved and you feel supported and respected by your partner and you reciprocate that, I think that's what matters. I love that. It is so important to love yourself, especially if yeah. you're struggling with being homosexual and you're like trying to yeah. figure that out for yourself, just leaning into it. Yeah. And honestly, what a ride it is. It's scary, but. And it's easy to say this again, easy to say, but enjoy it. Like this is a part of your journey that you're going to remember. I hope, you know, you can be proud and be happy at the end of the day. Thank you so much. My advice for people who are not gay, who are listening and to my family, I love you. And thank you for listening because it means that you came here with an open heart and an open mind and you're trying to understand. And let me tell you, I love you for that because I need love. I need understanding. It is so hard to say that you're a different sexuality than straight. I respect my straight people. I know that they're people out there who are very straight. And I respect that. Please respect me. And at the end of the day, people, I know a lot of people are feeling this way right now, but killing other people over having a different belief than you, like, uh-uh, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not fucking worth it. Love yourself. And let people be themselves. And nobody is asking for people to not have consent. Most people agree on 18 being the year of consent. Homosexuality is not pedophilia. Don't relate the two. Not even in the same. No, that's a message specifically. 
So mm, you heard that. <laughs> Just push that back 15 second button yeah. real quick. <laughs> Listen to it again. <laughs> Just in case you miss it. They're two separate things. <laughs> Allow people to be in love them because if people are happy and they're not hurting anyone, just just be and the world would be a better place yeah I love that I I agree with that we're just existing we love you we just want you to love us and I agree even if you're here and you're gone you've gotten this far like you're you're open-minded and that is very amazing thanks Madeline I love you girl yes thank you Sarah love you it was so good to be here again thank you Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm very passionate about this topic because I have been on my own journey of identifying and exploring my sexual orientation and also my gender identity and expression. I feel vulnerable in sharing this, especially in such a public platform, but my podcast is all about being vulnerable and sharing where we're at in our journey. So I would like to share that I will be adopting the pronouns of she and they. My sex assigned at birth is female, but I feel like I'm more than just female. I have a lot of masculinity. I don't feel like I'm non-binary. I feel like both. When I do my inner child work, I have both a young boy and a young girl in my internal world. I honestly don't understand it always myself, so I'm trying to try on the pronouns of they to see how they feel and help me identifying and learning more about who I am. Gender expression and gender identity, it takes time to play around with those things and see how they feel for one's own journey. So if you see me in public, please use they pronouns when you remember. I also can work on asserting that. This is very scary for me, but I'm excited to be on this journey and I'm excited to have my friends joining me and supporting me along this way. I love you guys. Thanks for joining. You are worthy of good things and I'm sending love your way. Have a great day.